0: Welcome to Hubbard Helps, a program that spotlights the people and organizations making a difference in Chicago. Now here's your host, Kara Hernandez.
1: Good morning, thanks for joining us. Markland envisions a happy, safe, purpose-filled life for every individual with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Through their three pillars of care, Markland serves infants, children, teens, and adults with severe and profound developmental disabilities and special health care needs. With us this morning to talk more about Mark Lund and the work they are doing for people with profound disabilities is Gil Fonger, the president and CEO, and Taylor Egan, the annual fund manager of the organization. Gil and Taylor, thank you so much for joining us this morning.
0: Thank you for having us.
1: How did Mark Lund get started, and how has it grown into what it is today?
0: Well, we were founded, actually, December 21st, 1954, upon the birth of Mark William Lund, who we are named after. And he was a baby that had uh, Down syndrome and severe cardiac issues. And so five days after his birth, um, our founder, Claire Haverkamp, and her husband, Stan, took him into their home. And that really became the beginning of Mark Lund, which actually Mark Lund had the first skilled pediatric center in the state for individuals with developmental disabilities. And so since that beginning, we've gone from uh, their home in North Lake. It's in 1954, 1957. They moved to Bloomingdale, and we continue to have a facility in Bloomingdale. Now we have facilities in Geneva and Elgin as well. And we serve 178 individuals uh, 24-7, as well as... We have schools for children that are on the autism spectrum and children that have multi-needs. And we have off-site community uh, day service as well as uh, residential services for adults uh, that have these vocational services.
1: What do you want listeners to understand about children, teens, and adults living with different uh, developmental disabilities and special health care needs? And are there any misconceptions that listeners might not think about?
0: Well, you know, one thing is most people probably don't really realize what is a developmental disability. And so this is a condition that has to be uh, actually uh, recognized uh, by the time before they're 22 years old. And it's it's, it's a situation that they're not going to grow out of, so it's going to continue indefinitely. And it means that these are individuals with, with limitations, functional uh, limitations for self-care, language, learning, uh, mobility, the capacity for independence, li- independent living, and the capacity for self-sufficiency. So uh, this is something that has to be diagnosed before they're 22 years old. And a lot of times people will think this is an individual, they're born this way. And a number, I mean, quite a few of our 178 residents were born with a developmental disability. But we also have those that actually this has happened since birth. So we have individuals that had car accidents people that were um, hit or shooting victims they might have had a near drowning incident and so this is these individuals so if you have a child today and and uh, and you pray that nothing like that ever happens to them but basically anyone could have a loved one who could be a resident of one of our facilities and and also they're not children they're not all children we have individuals from seven years old all the way to 71 today and the, the average stay with us has been it's currently 14 years so it's a very long-term kind of living arrangement with us and so that's one thing to know just you know what is a development disability and they're, they're not all born with developmental disabilities some of them occur tragically after birth and so the second thing is they have amazing personalities, and so even though these are individuals, largely the ones that we serve are non-ambulatory and they're non-verbal. Each one is uh, unique. If you were to go into one of their residential rooms, it, it looked like really a college dorm. They'd have posters, they'd have family pictures, they'd have sporting teams that they're that they're interested in. We had some that they, they like, you know, stock car races, and just it would have uh, amazing personalities that each of them also talk about. And the mission that we have at Markland, our mission, what we call our promise, is to make everyday life possible for individuals with profound disabilities. So uh, these are individuals just like anyone else. And they want to be loved. They want to share love with others. And they want to live a full life. And so our mission and promise at Markland is to give them that everyday life and to provide the supports that they need so that they can do the kinds of things that all of us want to do.
1: According to your website, Markland.org, Markland offers three pillars of care, residential, educational, and day services. What programs do you provide within these pillars and what impacts have they made?
0: Well, we have 178 residents. Uh, we provide services, what's called intermediate care facility. Uh, so our facility in, in Geneva 96 residents there. Intermediate care just means that they need more medical assistance than like a typical group home. Um, our residents are, are, have more profound and severe health issues and developmental disabilities than what people typically think about those individuals that have Down syndrome. So we've got intermediate care facility in Geneva, and then our two facilities in Elgin, our Elgin facility and our facility in Bloomingdale are what are called medically complex developmental disabilities. So the, there's only 10 in the state, and we absolutely we have two of them. And so these are those that, that really the only level of care above what we provide would really be provided at a hospital level. And so these are individuals that definitely have very severe and profound developmental disabilities. So there we have 21 beds in Bloomingdale and 61 that are in Elgin. And so then we also have schools. We have uh, four uh, school sites that we provide services for children on the autism spectrum and those that have multi-needs. So we serve about 30 school districts, over 30 school districts today. So these are students or children that are brought to us that the local school districts really can't provide the necessary educational environment for them, so they actually approach us. And then we also have adults that uh, are in our day services. So these are for adults that are 21 years and older. They, they transition out of public education or one of our Markland Day Schools, and now they're in uh, a program that has community integration, has different vocational as well as learning skills that are part of that. And so that's we've got 200 in total between our residents and those that are community clients that are part of our community day service program. And then just this year, we actually began our first off-site community day service program called Bridge Builder that is for adults on the autism spectrum. And there's, there's just very few programs out there that are providing supports for adults that are on the more severe level of autism. And so this a, a new program that we began in Elgin, at a facility we just opened in uh, June called the Nathan Education Center.
1: This is Hubbard Helps on Hubbard Radio Chicago. I'm Kara Hernandez. Today, we're joined by Gil Fonger, the president and CEO of Mark Lund, and Taylor Egan, the annual fund manager. Mark Lund makes everyday life possible for individuals with profound disabilities. What events does Markland host throughout the year that listeners can participate in?
2: Well, we have um, our upcoming, it's our largest fundraiser of the year. It's called the Top Hat Ball. Um, It's February 10th of next year. Tickets are currently available. It is a a themed event at the Chicago Marriott on uh, downtown Magnificent Mile. And it is a million-dollar night, so this year it is a royal affair. It will be a white tie event, and it is a lot of fun, so I encourage everyone to, to if, you, if you have time, to come take part. Um, we also have two 5K events each year, one in Geneva and one in Bloomingdale. It's called the Markland Run, Walk, and Roll. We just had a record-breaking um, Geneva event in October with over 600 runners, and we are now looking ahead to the Bloomingdale Run in April. And then we also offer third-party events where if listeners are planning anything from a birthday party to school events, anniversary get-togethers, and are looking for someone to raise money for, we work with individuals who are hosting events like that.
1: What plans and goals do you have for Markland in the future?
0: Well, that's interesting that you asked about those future plans. So our vision is a happy, safe, purpose-filled life for every individual with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Very soon, uh, we're going to be getting approval from the city of Elgin to um, to do a $16.5 million expansion and renovation of the marklin Wasden Center in Elgin, and we'll be expanding it from 61 beds to 85 beds. And this is a medically complex uh, developmental disability facility, so not only will we be expanding the size of it, but we'll also be expanding the uh, acuity of what we'll be able to handle there. So we'll be able to handle individuals that need full-time ventilator uh, care. So that's, uh, that's going to begin uh, in January, and it's going to take about a year and a half for us to uh, complete that project. We've got the new Bridge Builder program that we're, we want to continue to expand and expand the opportunities for adults that are on the autism spectrum. And the third area is that we want to get into, um, into group homes, and it's a, an acronym that we've coined. It's LIFs. Living independently with flexible team support, and so these are going to be small clusters of group homes uh, for individuals that are that need more behavioral and medical support than probably the typical group home can provide, and that's another area. So, the theme of our of our vision of uh, happy, safe, purposeful life is really this serving the underserved. Is that we're really just like Claire Havercamp did back in 1954. Uh, of finding a need and, and seeking to solve that. I think our, our current vision statement is continuing that of serving the underserved, looking for those opportunities for individuals that are not currently getting service. In Illinois alone, there's estimates of maybe 20,000 individuals that need residential services. And so it's just a, it's an incredible need that's out there that we would like to uh, provide some innovative services for.
1: What's the best way for those listening right now to help Markland, as well as help those with profound developmental disabilities and their families?
2: Well, I think every nonprofit um, would say donations and volunteering, especially this time of year. And uh, at Markland, between October and the new year is when we raise 30% of our annual fund. And that 30% uh, goes towards filling the financial gap that's not covered by the state of Illinois. So currently our financial gap is $20,268 for every one of the 178 residents that we have at Markland. So this year we have to raise $3.6 million to maintain that Markland standard of care that, you know, we really pride ourselves on. So right now I would ask that Giving Tuesday is Tuesday, November 28th, a couple of days away from when this will air. And our goal is fifty thousand um, dollars. We have a very generous donor who has agreed to match, make a twenty-five thousand dollars match. So those first donors will double their donation, which you know I, I know is a, is a big draw for people. When you donate one dollar, you're actually donating two. So that is how I would suggest immediate um, an immediate way for those to help. There's also volunteer opportunities here at Marklin. You can help out with a baseball game in the summer, arts and craft projects, playing board games with our residents, but also this coming week, um, it will be, we're hosting our Deck the Halls event, so we're going to be decorating the Markland campus and Markland resident homes for the holidays, making it very festive here on the Markland campus, um, or Geneva campus. Actually, uh, on every campus that Markland has in in Bloomingdale in Elgin, and at Geneva, and we have our sign up available on our Markland website at wwwmarklandorg that's available right now.
1: Thank you so much, Gil and Taylor, for all the work that you guys have put into Markland and all the information you were able to give us today.
2: Well, thank you so much for this opportunity. I really appreciate it.
0: well thank you. We really appreciate this opportunity of speaking and just sharing, because so many people don't really have any real connection to individuals with severe and profound developmental disabilities. So it's a great opportunity just to be able to share our story.
1: Our guest this morning has been Gil Fonger, the president and CEO of Marklund, and Taylor Egan, the annual fund manager. For more information or to contribute to their mission, visit marklund.org. That's M-A-R-K lund.org. That's our show this week. Thank you for listening. I'm Kara Hernandez. Hubbard Helps is powered by Hubbard Radio, making a difference in Chicago.